sitting so down. Cool. I'm just, I'm sitting here totally normal. <laughs> this is how we sit at the table normally. Hey, this is Rob, and welcome to an experiment. An experiment in multiple ways. Number one, the experiment is something I've done only a few times before. I'm calling these episodes guides. And this is, I'm calling this one a guide to buying cheap flights. Subtitle and how to travel curiously. It's also an experiment because we have never filmed intros before. And so yeah. if you are just listening to this on the podcast on like Apple iTunes, I think where a lot of people listen to it. If you're just listening to the audio version of this and you want to uh, come hang out with us, have fully a, immerse yourself. If you, if you, have you been listening to the podcast and you say to yourself, you know, those intros, I just don't feel fully immersed. I think this is, <laughs> It'd really help me if I could get a visual on their dining room. You know, I, they say they're recording the dining room. They say their cats are jumping all, all over <laughs> the place. But I really want that immersion. Head over to YouTube because this, we're, we're kind of implementing video into this. And I'm, it's all going to be up to you whether we do video in the yeah. future. <laughs> of these intros. We're probably not going to. I have never done that. But this is where we sit uh, in our dining room whenever I'm in town and recording an intro with you. This is where it's been happening. This is where the magic happens. Right on this table. Right on this hardwood table. All the magic happens between us. Yuck. <laughs> okay. Anyways, here, so here's the deal. This last week, you bought crazy cheap flights to Switzerland. Tell me how that happened. So last week, I was surfing the interwebs, as I usually do, for flights. I look all the time, even though I have nowhere in mind, and we have a trip coming up. So I really wasn't, I was just looking because it's a habit. Yeah. In October, we're going to the Netherlands and the Netherlands, Amsterdam. That's a part of it. The Netherlands, Amsterdam, Northern Netherlands, (laughs) Dama, which is also another, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway. Okay. So I'm just looking around and, um, I see flights to Zurich, Switzerland, which is not a cheap place, but it's a, a portal into another country, um, for $288 round trip. In April, through the actual airline. This isn't one of those weird cheapoair.com, you know. And to set the picture, how most people spend their time, uh, you've got a few minutes off. Maybe you're, maybe you're on the toilet. Uh, you're at work. You want to extend that toilet time. Mm. That, uh, that, that al- paid toilet that time. That paid toilet time. You want to extend that a little bit more. The first thing a lot of people do, you open up Instagram, social media. You, one of your things is checking flights. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a state of existence. You for always you. look because you know that you might not find something. Yes. And then you look again the next day. Or, oh, and it's man. not something I do every single day. But yes. Okay. And you're. You this have is, to keep looking. It's like the thrift store. People yes. People are like, how do you find such great shit at thrift stores all the time? I walk away empty handed all the time. Yes. I just go for 20 minutes on my way home because what if there is something? But, uh, but your even statement right there is why I mean, I'm so excited about this conversation with you. That's already tip number one. You purchased those tickets while I was doing a podcast interview. The one that was scheduled to come out this week, it's gonna come out next week. I'm really pumped about it. You bought tickets and you text me, so I turned my phone on and I saw that you text me, hey, we're going to Switzerland, all right? Uh, then I saw that you had posted on Instagram. And the so receipt. I, the receipt. You posted a picture of the receipt because the receipt was crazy mm-hmm. in that it said uh, the actual dollar amount was $1 for, for the, the flights. And then the rest of it was taxes and fees. And so I, it's crazy. So I reposted that you're such a badass for finding this. I had a ton of people messaging me instantly. They want to know our secret. They wanted to know the secret. I had a ton of people messaging me saying that, like asking, 
questions like how when are you going people assume that is like is it so cheap because you're leaving next week which for is it? sometimes the case which is sometimes the case but not always but ma- the majority of people were asking how the hell did you find these flights so i i as i was thinking about it that day and talking with you more i realized that i've never seen anybody talk about purchasing tickets like you do. But I feel like the way you approach it is so unique. And when I was thinking about it, I actually realized that not only is your approach unique, how we travel is super unique. And I've realized that we travel curiously. And I know that sounds so freaking cliche since I've been doing this podcast, but really it is the way we, I want to dive in with you about our approach to travel because without that approach, none of this buying tickets would happen the way it does. Yeah. Right? Because you could find cheap flights, and then if you choose to travel in a removed, lavish, touristy way, it's still going to be expensive. Okay. The whole thing is cheap because of how we travel. Yes. Okay. So let's do this. I'm going to open this up, and show me, walk me through what you are doing constantly. So first start with, where are you going when you're searching with for flights? Okay. So the very first thing I do is I always go to Kayak Explore. Um, so the kayak itself, I don't use that much. Kayak is like uh, Priceline or some of those other sites where you can find deals of other sorts. But Kayak Explore is, a, is another function of it. Okay. When you pull it up, it will typically already fill in your location. So I'm flying out of Minneapolis. Um, and then it pulls you up on the U.S. And this is actually how we found tickets um, to New York for $39. Yeah. But I'm actually going to do this. Can you still see it? Why? So I can see the screen. You couldn't see it that well? I couldn't see it that well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you look at it. I can see it. Here, how's this? <laughs> okay, that's perfect. <laughs> All right, so the very first thing that I do, I say I'm flying out of Minneapolis, and the only thing that I change is the budget. Um, you can also do stuff with the anytime. Um, you can choose a month. Oh, my gosh. Strider, what the hell are you doing right now? String bean. Will you push him off? He's so cute, though. Who's a BB? Leg got stuck. Okay. Um, so you can narrow it down, but again, that might limit when the deals are. So if you're flexible, like we are, and not a teacher, which because they can only travel for like a few months, um, I will change the budget to six hundred. Because anything under six hundred is a good deal. Obviously, there's a lot in the U.S. Um, okay, I mean, as you're talking about this, I'm just going to keep interjecting. And this is, here's the deal. I'm interjecting with a burp, sorry. Here's the deal. I, this is why I think this is really important, because what I've been trying to experiment with, this lifestyle of curiosity experiment with how I explain it, uh, the big thing that comes up is preference and openness. You have a preference. You want to go to Europe, you can dial it in here, but right, you're like open we like to, to options. We like to travel in the fall because yeah. it's less touristy but still pleasant out, but other people like to travel in the fall too, so there's not as many deals sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I just want to, I, I, I like that mm. openness of it. I think that's important. All right, go on. Yes. If you want to find the cheapest flight, you have to be open. So by not choosing any parameters except Minneapolis, under 600 uh, if you go to Europe, you can see there's quite a few flights there. And you also have to think, you know, if you're living in the States right now, Europe is a lot smaller. So it's 
you can easily train somewhere or even take a, a really short flight, which will be cheaper. Yeah. So don't think of where you're going as necessarily your end game. Like like Switzerland, which is going to be beautiful, is also really expensive. So we're not probably going to stay that long there. Um, so then what I do once I see these kind of cheapest numbers, um, let's look at Ireland, 383. So it'll pull up on the side when that exact date is. So maybe that doesn't work for you. That's okay. You can actually typically finesse it a little bit. So um, this one is through Iceland Air. It looks like it's for uh, like a week and a half. Um, so you can click on it and then Kayak will show you a breakdown of that flight and other flights. Um, you can create alerts. This is why I like doing this right now too because even if someone was to click on the same webpage and look at this right now 10 minutes from when we were looking at it, yeah. it's going to be completely changed. You can't yes. necessarily... I've sent people mm-hmm. our flight information and they looked up the same flight uh, and it was gone already. Oh, so yeah. This has you nothing, just move. Yeah, so I just want to say this has nothing to do with these specific flights. Don't get locked into these dates or the any anything you're seeing right here. Yeah. This is all just... This is just your starting point. This is all starting point. It's organized by cheapest. You can also do the quickest, which is ideal. But again, if you want to go there cheap, sometimes it's not the quickest flight. Um... So these ones through Iceland Air are through some of those other sites, which I think I've maybe bought one flight through there. But in my experience, when you go to that website, Just Fly or Cheapo Air, as soon as you go there to purchase it, it's suddenly $1,000. Luna. Oh, my gosh. Um. So I would just say take that information with a grain of salt. If you scroll down, you see Aer Lingus, which is an actual airline. Um, directly through the airline is 476. So let's just say we know we can find something under 400 in this date range, uh, the 1021 to 1030. So then pretty much done with Kayak. So once I've gotten an idea on Kayak Explorer, I don't purchase anything through there. And then I go to Google Flights and then just kind of wiggle around a little. So Minneapolis to Dublin. And then the deal that I saw was in October. Um, and it's super handy because you can already see um, a map. And oh, so your, so your starting point at Kayak Explorer mm-hmm. gives you an overall range of the entire country and flights. And then you start narrowing it down. And so if I'm just saying this, if someone's listening yeah. to this, then now we're on Google, what just Google flights and it's showing us the day, de- the price for the specific days. So you it's can a calendar view. Calendar. Yep. Um, so let's just see if this actually shakes out. So what kayak was telling me was from 1021 to 1030, I could get a flight for under 400. So we choose 1021 as the fly out. And then we choose the 30th. So on here, um, it's showing 536, which is not as cheap as we were seeing, um, because the other kayak one is through one of those weird travel sites. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying that they're total garbage, but in my experience, they're kind of shady. And again, this, I don't, even if this doesn't shake out, this is just how it works. Um, so there's another flight to Zurich, Switzerland for 366. And this is through American Airlines, which is actually what we bought it through. Um, so also in October. So let's just try that on Google uh, Flights and see if that shakes out. Okay, so it was to Zurich on the 13th to the 22nd. 
And sometimes you'll see a deal and it's for an entire month and that's not going to work for anybody. Um, but often I have found that there's some wiggle room. Because ours in April is from... It's like a week. It's like an eight day. Yeah. <clears throat> there we go. So it did pop up on here, American Airlines 387. Uh, but you can see super long travel days. 30 hours. Personally, I'm not that... Uh, okay, so you, so you are... You're going back and forth. You're looking. You always yeah, have that yeah, kayak yeah. pulled up. Yeah. You're seeing it because some of them are are cheap for a reason. Like they're right. going to be really shitty travel 30 days. Thirty hours. Yes. A lot of layover. Actually, one layover. I've seen this one a bunch. One layover in Philly for like seventeen hours. Yeah. Which, which if you're down with that, you could leave the airport yeah. and check it out. It's not multiple stops. And that's which why this is, is so cool too, because it is letting curiosity lead you yeah. with this. Because yeah. you could see that and say, "Well, I've never been to Philly before. I was. I wouldn't even have thought of going yeah. to it." I'll go right. and have myself a freaking cheesecake. Liberty Bell action. A cheesecake? For the cheesesteak. Cheesecake? Did I say cheesecake? There is a Philadelphia cream cheese company. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so the point is, if you're open and flexible to yeah. where you go and when you go and maybe how long your flight is, um, there's some good stuff out there. A, ma a thing people overlook all the time is clear your search engines, clear your history, clear them cookies, uh, clear, them cookies. clear all that because it can see when you've gone uh, right. and looked at flights before. So if say, uh, oftentimes with some, I know Delta does this all the time. When you, if you were on Delta's website and you were looking at a flight, you leave and you come back and it registers that you were there yesterday looking at the same flight, right. it just starts hiking up the prices. But if you erase your browsing history, uh, get those pornos off your computer, mm, and yes. it knows that you are a righteous person not looking at uh, dirty stuff on the web, mm -hmm. and it can't tell also that you were just there, <laughs> then it, it won't jack it up. Then you could even go backwards. Right, yeah. So that's another thing. Yeah, there's a million that. little hacks out there. But, but you got these tickets, I'm assuming that you did not refresh your cookies or history because you never do that. I do occasionally, but okay. sometimes it doesn't really matter. So, yeah. but it's still a good thing to do. Um, yeah. Anyway, and on a lot of these airlines, I don't think the Airlingus one is quite as user friendly, but some of the other, I think like the American Airlines and maybe Iceland Air, it'll show you, okay, if you leave a day earlier, it's going to be $100 cheaper um, or just a better, you know, shorter flight, less stopovers. Um, so that's another way that I do on, on directly on the airline's yeah. website. So like on our flight um, in April, it was a better, there was, if we were going to come home on a Tuesday, there was a 45 minute layover in Chicago. Yeah. I was like, that shit ain't happening. <laughs> uh, so it's like, I'd rather just spend another day there mm -hmm. and not feel stressed about getting yeah. home. Yeah. Um, so then we're just going to leave the next day. And no. it was like a two-hour layover in London, which is much more manageable. Okay, cool. Um, here's the, the, I, so I want to dive into this real quick. Um, can I ask you a few things before I let you go? Yes. F for your evening? Mm. Do you think travel is important for people? And if you do, why? I know that's super leading. Yeah. Because I know you do think it's... I know, you, <laughs> I know you think travel is important. <laughs> but why do you think travel is important for people? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Hmm... I think it just, it sounds kind of vague and maybe cliche, but it really just expands your everything. I mean, just, just seeing that there are people who are different than you and also seeing that 
there's this, you know, undercurrent of similarities amongst all of us. Um, and I think there's obviously things that you can learn from everybody, but even just for your own, not even trying to learn anything, I think the, the experience just opens up your worldview and thinking. Yes. And there's just kind of a richness that comes from having been somewhere else that is different than your home, that does things differently, Yes, that has different currency that you have to figure out and uh, different foods to eat and the kind of, you know, history that exists outside of America that we don't have here. You know, we don't have these, you know, thousand year old castles or, you know, that But part of that's really cool to me, too. Something I want to be really clear about is that this isn't. I, I do have a big problem with travel shaming. Of, well, you know, you haven't been, you haven't been to Austria in uh, the fall. Another thing you hit on is talking about when you travel, you expand your worldview and the way you look at the world, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that you need to travel to another country to experience that. For I sure. feel like at the at the very core of it, for me, travel brings the realization that how I live is not how everybody in the world lives. The way I think and view the world, the mm -hmm. things I like, the things I eat, the way I think about, we wouldn't name it, politics, religion, whatever it right. is, is not how the rest of the world thinks. Yeah. And my way may not even be the the best way. I mean, at this point in the mountain we've traveled, I, I almost enter into it assuming that my way, I don't know something. Everybody we meet knows something that I don't. You've and been pouring a beer wrong the whole time until then. Yes. The oh, man, little there's, things. There's yeah. so many things, but it it's yeah. just all, for me, travel is all about, uh, I think you just said it so well, that leaning into expanding your worldview, mm -hmm. right? Let's end it with this. I think your technique is so cool and so important because of those two things I just said. Number one, it levels the playing field. Uh, that, you know, this assumption that we have, well, there's, I hear a lot of people saying, you know, well, you know, in the future when we uh, will uh, we'll focus only on work right now, we'll be successful, okay. we'll save up money. Mm -hmm. And then in the future, when our kids are out of the house, then we can travel. Like this is doable at, the, at a price like this. But you've leveled the playing field. Now it's accessible. It's not something where... Uh, these assumptions that, oh, man, you're traveling, it's you must be. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. The yes. other, were you going to say something about I that? Was, yeah. Yes. What are you going to say? I just, I've said this to Rob a million times, but I have, when I was a child, you know, I envisioned myself in some weird made up scenario where I just had like a lot of money and a lot of free time to read the newspaper outside. I don't know why I always picture that. Um, and I think it was probably like three or four years ago and we hadn't been traveling as much, where I realized nothing just happens. There is no like magical wand that waves over you and suddenly you've arrived at that place. And so, and that might sound kind of negative and I don't mean it that way, but that kind of awakening was like, it's on me. If I wanna go somewhere and I wanna travel and I wanna do things, no one's gonna do that for me. Mm. So I have, made it happen yes and, and sometimes that means staying in weird hotels and going someplace in january and that means changing the that's why i think this is so important why i want to talk about this with you is because it also means maybe uh the difference between 
living a curious life and I haven't even come up with a name for like a non-curious life. The different the what makes someone what mean what it means to live a curious life is to yes, have a damn opinion about something, have preferences. Man, I've always wanted to go uh to this place oh, in the world. Yeah. Have that. Most of the places we've been to, we've wanted to go to. Yes. But I f- but I feel like a big part of living a curious life is also holding all those with an open hand and realizing yeah. my favorite moments, my favorite travel moments uh, that I've ever had in my life, a new relationship or friendship uh, could be in the middle of Poland. We haven't been to Poland before, but I'm just thinking it could be in the middle of somewhere I had no idea. Uh, I mean, I get the question all the time. People say, well, okay, we were going to uh, Cologne, Germany Mm. uh, this last year we went, or earlier this year we were there. And I had so many people approach me and say, okay, you're going to Cologne. So like, what's in Cologne? That's the first question. What, so what's in Cologne? And my response was always, I have no idea what's in Cologne. Right. And that's why I have to go there because I yeah. want to know what the air yeah. feel, tastes like. I want to know what the streets feel like. I want to know what 6am feels like. I'm uh, like, I want to know. You never did that one. Oh, nah. I know, I know, that sounds true. I'm, I'm taking there, but you know what I mean? I like, yeah, I think if you, if you don't have that mindset, then everything we've just said isn't for you and that's okay. Yeah. But there's very few places, unless it's like unsafe or a desert wasteland, that I wouldn't want to go. No. And so I think that mindset's really helpful. You wouldn't go to a desert wasteland? If with nobody there? No. I think it'd be fascinating. No people? That's lonely and boring. What if there was Guinness? (laughs) I got that here. Um, Okay. So I I think if, if you... If you can really get to that place where you just want to go somewhere that is different than your home, you really have to hold on to that. Like there's a lot of, so I've never been to, that's really well said. I've never been to Asia. It's not because I don't want to, but it's because those aren't as cheap. So we're going to get there. Yeah. Um, But right now, if it's 288 to Zurich, I guess I'll go there. But for us. I don't want to wait three years. I want to go somewhere now. Uh, here's something I'm working on, by the way. Something I am absolute shit about when it comes to interviewing people on the podcast is having a clean closer. A lot of times, if you if people listen to the end of these podcasts, it just the conversation. It maybe it's the end of a sentence. So not there's not like a hard fast end of the conversation. Well, see you later. Because we kind of end it, or maybe yeah. the conversation died off, or whatever it is. So I feel like I want to get better. Okay. At this. Wow me. So <laughs> I am. I'm gonna be serious. Okay. Publicly, thank you, number one, for sitting down and doing this with me tonight. It is a birthday and gift to you. Number two, thank you. I will I will say this whole like curious life thing wouldn't exist without my relationship with you. I would the the places I've been to experience in the world, just the pure overall lifestyle that we've had to uh had together. Mm-hmm. I want to really convey that this is not, that this is even, I would even say more than a 50-50 a lot of times because of even the stuff you showed today of the amount of work that goes into you finding awesome trips. Right. So for all the adventures we've done and are going to do later this year, thank you Mm. for taking time doing that. You're welcome. That's all I got. Uh, Hey, I want to, maybe I'll, I'll also end it with this. If you are, if these cameras are still rolling right now, uh, if you are listening, if you like this video version of this, like, comment, subscribe, leave me a message. Should I do more of these video things? I know it's the wave of the future, but I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at thecuriouspod.com slash contact. That's in the show notes or in the description below, or you can call 
the podcast hotline that's in the show. Why are you, you laughing said right wave now? wave of the future. It's the wave of the future. Video. Isn't it way? No, I think it's a, the wave of the future. Video is the wave of the future, man. Okay. <sighs> oh. oh, that was gross. Ken has video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Bye. <laughs> Keep on traveling. <laughs> This is Rob with just a quick note before you head off into your week. I just wanted to say a huge thank you, a massive thank you to any of you that have rated, commented, or subscribed to this podcast on iTunes. Also, thank you to those of you that have reached out to me and shared your stories of how these interviews or some of these conversations have impacted you, have inspired you. Man, that has been so awesome to hear. If you have a story you'd like to share with me, head over to thecuriouspod.com slash contact, and I'd love to hear your stories or any just questions you may have for me. Hey, while you're over there, if you want to check out show notes for this or any of the other interviews I've done or contact info for this guest or any of the others, head over to thecuriouspod.com for any of that. And also, I'm really pumped about this. We have a map right there on the front of the website that shows all the locations that these interviews and conversations have taken place. If you've heard something you like and you want to go check it out for yourself, that's right there. Or you can just check it out at thecuriouspod.com slash map or just right there on the front of the website. I'll show. I'll show. (laughs) Also, if you want to reach out to me on social media or follow me anywhere, pretty much everything online is the Rob Morgan at the Rob Morgan, whatever. You, you, you know the drill. All right, enough of that nonsense. All this podcasting has made me thirsty. You know, <laughs> I am so pumped that I do not have to deal with sponsors for this podcast or else I'd have to tell you, podcasting makes me thirsty and nothing quenches a podcast thirst, whether you're listening, uh, interviewing, editing, recording, listening to something unrelated to a podcast. Nothing quenches a thirst like a Guinness. Hey, Hofi, can I steal you for a second? Do you have anything you want to say about Guinness? I'd like to take a minute to thank Guinness because it truly is made of more. That's all. All right. That's it. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love that crap. All right. Have a great week. See you next Tuesday. Anything else? Thanks for being here. I got nothing. Say the most random thing you can think of. Yell it. I got nothing. The only word I can think of is formaldehyde. <laughs> Perfect.